0: This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. how fun we get to delight in the fear of the Lord today as we're in the seventh verse of the Zaddai section. So, (laughs) delighting in righteousness. This is what this kind of looks like. Of course, we are always going over these seven anointings of Christ that we see in Isaiah chapter 11 that line up beautifully with this psalm. When you look at the seventh verse, verses of each section, with the eighth verse being the miracle verse, And so clearly this is a delight in the fear of the Lord. And when it comes to righteousness, I think you'll see what this is about. It's just beautiful. I'll read it in English. Verse 143, trouble and anguish have taken hold of me, actually taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delights. And so we can see that word delight. And it's really just beautiful, as you know, in each of these sections, the the letter is that if we're doing it, the section starts every verse, and this letter would be the Zadik, which means righteousness or the righteous one. And so interestingly, the word trouble <laughs> starts with Zadik. <laughs> and I don't know if you ever noticed it, but the righteous one, he did make a lot of trouble. But the idea of trouble and anguish has to do with being in a tight place, a narrow place. And when you think of the, uh, you know, <laughs> the straight and the narrow, meaning straight being very uh, narrow way that you're going to get there, and, and so it's kind of cool that he takes this this idea of trouble and anguish, and then have taken hold, and all those words are written um, with the letters that make up the same word, and so you can see he's he's playing with this concept of the straight and narrow causes trouble, but it also can be your delight once you get in line <laughs> with what God is doing. And so it's really kind of neat um, the way he did this and, and that you can delight right there. And again, the application of this is absolutely marvelous, uh, as I'm sure you've experienced it in your life when you think through it, that um, when you're in 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 the weeds, when you're trying to figure out what in the world to do, it's always good to go help somebody else. (laughs) I'm sure you've seen that people that are in the midst of grief, you know, go volunteer in hospitals. And uh, there's all sorts of ways that that works. And I told you once about um, Craig McConnell with Wild at Heart who was in the midst of this horrible, horrible pain and fever and all when he was in his chemotherapy, and he felt the Lord tell him he needed to pray for other people during that. And as he started to do that, he said he had the most amazing prayer time ever as he delighted in right, these mitzvah, these idea of God's commandments are just, to an extent, as the Jews teach many times, they are good deeds, you know, helping someone else out. How does that exactly look? Loving your neighbor as yourself and and as we do that as we love God and love others, it's amazing how it gets us out of a tight spot, <laughs> and we can delight in thy commandments. Well, you know, I just had this happen yesterday, and as I was studying it this morning, I thought, well, yeah, I just had that happen yesterday, so Yesterday afternoon, I was running out of time. I had to get to the pharmacy to pick up some stuff for my wife, and I, and I, and and I just felt like I was in a pinch. I was dealing with a dentist that was having trouble with our insurance. I was running out. of t- You can imagine that that's time consuming. And then I had a podcast episode of another ministry that I had to get mixed, and it needed to get published, and I needed all this stuff to happen before five o'clock. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness! And about that time. I saw a message from a labor and love applicant who had called a little bit earlier when I was tied up doing something else. And in that message was this single mom, actually single lady. She was over 50, having a big, huge struggle up in the state of Washington. And I could tell from her message she was really hurting. And uh, so I thought, well, isn't it interesting that right now is when you know she is in a complete panic because she can't get her car fixed and her problems compared to my problems were way bigger and I thought well you know I know I can't get all this stuff done or whatever God's gonna have to make it happen I can see that right this minute what I need to do is reach out to this lady in spite of (laughs) what I needed to get done or what I thought I needed to get done God had something else in mind and so I had a most delightful conversation with her and then she actually needed to help took quite a bit of time because she needed help filling out the whole application. And then I had the joy, and I mean the joy of praying with her, as she was in such a difficult place, and and I hope she sensed God, I sure did, that he was going to come comfort her. Now, I may you may not believe this, but I you know, I I experienced it somehow or another, <laughs> immediately when I got done talking to her, my insurance situation got resolved with a dentist. I mean, it didn't take three minutes after that. <laughs> so, you know, that seems almost impossible. And then I got my, my podcast thing. It was all done by the time I needed, had plenty of time to go to the, the pharmacy. And my whole afternoon worked out. <laughs> and I just thought, man, what a delight it is to actually know that, okay, God is knocking on the door. This is a real opportunity here to delight, okay? When we have a chance to, to help somebody else and to do those other things. When we're in a tight spot, right? I was in the tight time spot, I thought. <laughs> so trouble and anguish all have to do with this tight spot. But interestingly, mitzvahs are a tight thing too. In other words, the the that's the Hebrew word for these commandments which often means good deeds. So just like it says, um, as Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 7, right? Where it says, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few that find it. <laughs> so, I mean, just when you look at this passage, the brilliance of how the Holy Spirit taught uh, David to do this... Um, in Hebrew with this idea of this narrow, 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 as being trouble and anguish, and then all of a sudden we get to this idea of doing God's commandment, which again is a narrow situation, but it's the solution to our narrow problem. (laughs) Because as we partner with God and we draw closer to Him, we fit through. (laughs) And that's the only way we can do it, I think, to fit through the gate. Thanks for listening.